No, but do we expect it? Yes. Yeah. Recorded in front of a live studio audience. What? Like, maybe not. No. <laughs> was that as good for you as it was for me? Yeah, no. like a game crisis oh yeah i mean it doesn't look that bad i just i just felt like i bleached my hair you guys not really kind of sort of i just went to do my highlights again and i was like i was a little uh light-handed the first time so i went a little more heavy-handed and uh it it got a lot it did a lot i i don't think that you were light-handed the first time (laughs) i think it was kind of the same result but like toned down (laughs) i mean i think you were it was it was still a almost an all-over cover the first color the first time but yeah i mean it wasn't as vibrant i don't hate it you know what i mean i don't love it but i don't hate it so we'll see. It's fun to do something different. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what my show. Because I mean, no, that is that's literally why gays in crisis dye their hair. It's because it's fun to do something different. different. I mean, my it's why my anybody boss. gets a drastic haircut? Dramatic so my, hair change. Uh, my boss was the first one to see it because she had to pick something up for me, and I was like, um, I did a thing, and I like pulled off my hood. She goes, Oh, well, that's fun for now. <laughs> Ooh. And then to, when she saw it on camera, because it was dark, so she was like, she couldn't really tell what she thought. She's like, "Oh, I actually really like it." And I was like, "Okay." So, <laughs> you know, yeah, she's like, I "It's quarantine. What else are you gonna do?" It's just, I mean, gays dyeing their hair blonde is the equivalent of a girl getting bangs. True. True. Anyway, um, oh, uh, ooh, hi, I'm Tyler, <laughs> and I'm Andy, and this, and this is. is- Homo's Modern, Modern Life. Life, a podcast where uh, we live by one of my favorite quotes: "If you have to cry, go outside." From <laughs> Kelly Catrone. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's my mantra. If you have to cry, go outside. That's it. Anyway. Um, that's good. Wait, Kelly Catrone, she's the um, from Top Model. Yep, she also had a the great PR TV Maven show. or whatever. Yep, she had a great TV show <laughs> called Kel on Earth that I was obsessed Ooh. with. I read her uh, biography back in the day, which was called "If You Have to Cry, Go Outside." Wait, who on earth knows this much about this woman? I love her. I think she's fantastic. I watch every episode of her show. But I also used to, I was, this was back when I watched every episode of her show, every episode of uh, Janice Dickinson modeling agency. Uh, I was about to say. <laughs> Janice Dickinson, um, 
uh, Kamora Lee Simmons show as well. Uh, mm. Really obsessed with. Like, that was my era of reality TV. Women treating women badly? Yeah. What? There's still all no. of the Housewives franchises for that, Tyler. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Um, I just, I feel like Housewives, it's, there's just so much oh, at this sure. point. And there's so much to understand. And like, I've met some and they're very nice. Uh, and I just yeah. feel like, you know, I don't need to ruin that. Okay. <laughs> you got to turn off the phone sounds. We're recording a podcast. I'm trying. <laughs> Nobody ever texts me anymore. So now someone's texting me. It's weird. How oh, odd. Um, this new song came out that I just texted you about uh, like half an hour ago. I don't think it's new because when you send me the chorus, I'm like, well, someone's said this to me before. I don't know. It's now been discovered. My roommate just told me about it. She said it's the it's country wop, which. Mm. I expected a little bit more out of the verses. The verses aren't so dirty, but the chorus is fun. Uh, it's, you know, typical country song. Sounds very typically country. It's by some TikToker. Mm. Um, Maybe that's you know, why I heard it. Singing about this girl that left him. And actually, it's kind of terrible. He's just like slut shaming her, but then also saying that he wants her back. So. Uh, the chorus is she's getting dicked down in Dallas, mm-hmm. railed out in Raleigh, tag teamed up in Austin, or t- sorry, tag teamed up in Tennessee, mm-hmm. analed mm-hmm. in Austin, but fucked in Boston, mm-hmm. given neck down in New Orleans. Um, that's a let's yeah. let's revisit that because like that is the one place i feel like it's just humid and there's a lot of swampy <sighs> dick down there it's the one place i don't want to be given in no Amen. offense new orleans it's just purely a weather thing it's you have so no humid over it so humid yeah 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 so but then he says now i'm uh, the one on my knees praying she'll come back give me that sweet ass but I already know that she's getting dicked down in Dallas. I mean, so, that's what they do up here. They caught the big D for a reason. Yeah. We, do. we live in a penis-named city. It's just D everywhere. Everywhere you look, there's a D. There's a there's D, a there's a D. Everywhere's a D, D. Look, oh, my D, D. What? Oh, my D, D. Speaking of music, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so honored to be talking to one of Lady Gaga's 0.5%, top 0.5% of listeners. I know. Year. Someone else sent me that they were the top 0.5% of Ariana Grande's, and I was like, is everyone a top 0.5%? Because that makes me feel less special. But like, yeah, it's probably year, something Spotify wrapped is telling everyone. Yeah, last year I was like top, like, one point something or like i i had a number point something percent this year i went up to full like half percent mm. um but lady gaga was my number one artist followed by kim petrus followed by ariana grande followed by um who else where who ha he who uh yeah see no no no, no 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 charlie xcx was number three then ariana grande and then christina aguilera and i was like you know what 
if we were to combine all those women, wow. that's who I would want to be. So I'll take Amazing. it. Yeah, I since I migrated to Apple Music recently, I don't get a Spotify. Is it wrapped or unwrapped? I keep seeing people say both. Wrapped with the W. Right. Unwrapped um, is like a present. So they're stupid. Well, uh, yeah. I thought it was maybe like unwrapping your listening habits. But also, yeah, it's like the year's wrapped. Mm-hmm. Wrapping the year. Yeah. I, um, I, so during, I think we've talked about this on here, but during uh, COVID, you know, the this Never thing that's it. happening, um, I've, been, I've set my Alexa every morning to kind of wake me up with lo-fi chill music in the background. But recently I've stopped it and just putting on TV in the background because I'm like, what am I doing? Like, it's better to have TV. I almost am less distracted, I guess. I don't know what it is. Um, to, so, sorry, to go to sleep or to wake up? Both. Because <laughs> I think you said you were, you were having Alexa wake you up with music. Yeah, it wakes, wakes me up. It wakes me up. And that's so just now, waking up with TV? No, I just turn on the TV and that's my background noise for the day. Because like, okay. I would just have her like play a lo-fi beat all day long. And I was like, okay. it still feels like it's too silent in here. So I need like noise and like actions and that kind of stuff in the background, you know? Right. Um, so it like totally fucked with my Spotify suggestions. It's like my 2020 raft is like pop music and like lo-fi chill beats of people I've never heard of. So I'm like, great, you know? Right. right. Um, so it didn't give me a super accurate representation. So I stopped that cause I don't even listen to it anymore. So whatever. It didn't capture any of the thing is, the thing is, the thing is with my music every month, I'm on like a new kick. One month I'm on a disco kick. One month I'm on a pop kick. One month I'm on my Halloween playlist, obviously, which is a lots of spooky songs. Right now I've migrated into what I call my uh, midnight playlist, which is just like aerial pink and like sad rock songs. Uh, so, yeah. Um, I just remembered something that I... Hmm realized since our last recording where i was asking if there were any thanksgiving songs Mm -hmm. and somebody mentioned something about sex in the city which reminded me of sarah jessica parker and when i thought of sarah jessica parker i thought of the time that sarah jessica parker was on glee and do you remember what sarah jessica parker sang when she was on glee um let's have a kiki mashed up with it wasn't really mashed up so much as it was like one and then it just kind of segued into the other. I don't remember the other one. E-lurky time. E-lurky time? Turkey lurky time. Turkey lurky time. Yeah. I don't think we can play it on this show. A song no one has ever heard of, but... It's a Thanksgiving song, it, it was a, Yeah. Turkey lurky, jerky turkey. It's turkey lurky time. Tom Turkey ran away, but he just came home. It's turkey lurky time. He's really home to stay, never one to roam. I mean, like, it's a song. Why about did we a- match this up with Let's Have a Kiki? Exactly. <laughs> Why mm. did we? 
Weird choice, Ryan Murphy. I feel like this was when Ryan Murphy kind of gave up on Glee and he's like, I'm going to focus on my other projects that I want. It was, I mean, it was the New York years. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the worst. I didn't watch any of those. Any of those. Totally worthless. Terrible. But yeah. So, for anybody wondering, that is the official Thanksgiving song. The official In my turkey looking time. Okay. I still go to Linda Belcher's past the cranberry sauce. Um, I don't remember the rest of the song, but I sent it to my entire office and I was like, happy Thanksgiving. And then I peaced out. (laughs) You know, I just, you like, when I instill that cheer of Thanksgiving. Oh. Right. Isn't it? You know, it has felt like it has been like years since we recorded last. We did have Thanksgiving right? in between the last recording and this one. It was a very long weekend. I slept a good majority of it. And if I wasn't sleeping, I was drinking. So yeah, take that as you will. Um, um, yeah. Tell me about your magnesium thing. What is that? What is that all about? What, how, what's your journey with it so far? Because <laughs> it's been a few days. And the people really want to know, I'm sure. Um, It is a really interesting experience, for sure. Um, It's Calm Magnesium. um, And CVS people had to help me find it, but I found it. And it does not make me sleepy, because my problem has never been falling asleep, you know? Mm. It's been staying asleep. So where it seems to really kick over is in the later half of the night. Like, I really do feel like I could take a melatonin to fall asleep, and then this would carry me through the night. But, like, that sounds like a dangerous game to See, play. But I'm thinking know? maybe that's what I should I should be doing, it's, is maybe adding just a sprinkle of that into my life. Cause, yeah, I, I mean, like, I would uh, recommend it. it. It definitely said, like, start with, like, half a teaspoon and work your way up to two teaspoons. And so me thinking, like, I'm over here, like, sleep problems you know what i mean i was like i'm gonna go ahead and do a heaping teaspoon right yeah i was out for the count like it was way too much now i'm back down to like a a decent size uh um half teaspoon but i definitely feel like the name of the game is like take it early because it does take a while i feel like to kick in but like once i'm asleep i'm like out either that or just the rest of my life is like balancing out so I don't know, but like I'm actually <laughs> sleeping. I'm sleeping relatively through the night. Or if I am waking up, I'm going back to sleep, which I'm. it's fine to wake up. You got to pee, right? It all happens. Wake well, up, go to the bathroom. Not everybody come has back. to pee in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly go through I my phases like... where I do. Yeah. Um, I pee every night, oh. every night. Um, in the middle of the night, before I go to sleep, after I wake up, pee. Um, but yeah, no, like would recommend. It's been great. I'm feeling like I'm sleeping, but it's definitely really hard to wake up right now. Um, and I found myself um, the other day, I didn't have my like whole French press pitcher of coffee. And it wasn't until I like drank my coffee that I actually felt normal. So like, I definitely feel like I'm playing this fun game of like balancing chemicals out to feel normal. Right. right. Yeah. Right. Um, you add the, like, you're like, okay, too tired. Needs more caffeine. Yeah. Too like, awake. Needs more magnesium and melatonin. Yeah. <laughs> yep, too sad. Sure. Needs more Prozac. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, oh. So it, it's been good. Uh, it, uh, it's, it's kind of actually fun to make if you've ever made an emergency. It's a similar uh, Yeah, I process. saw it was strawberry lemonade flavored. It's very faint. It's, I wouldn't even, it, it just tastes like Okay, so it's not going to hit me like a crystal light. No, no. It's literally just like... to mask the chalky flavor of the magnesium. Sure, sure, sure. But it looks clear. It's great. I made it with some chamomile tea the other day. I just put it, you know, made it all together. Oh. You know, enjoyed See, it. But like, if it were a little more um, flavorfully potent, like Crystal Light, I would love to like serve it at a party with some vodka and be like, here's a vodka magnesium health drink. Like, you could I, I, you know, there's some like bullshit brand out there that's like gonna try to market that off as like a like this is like a wellness, yeah, a wellness alcoholic experience. Yeah, like drink yourself to sleep, a balanced beverage. Yeah, exactly, a nightcap, if you will. Oh, it would make a good nightcap. <laughs> I mean, really, it's just it has to be a warm drink. That's really it. And it doesn't even have to stay warm. You just have to use It has water. to be warm? So you have to use warm water to activate it. Oh. And then you can put cold water into it. Activate it. Like yeah. yeast? It fizzes. It fizzes mm-hmm. bubbles. It fizzy woozies. So you put, a little, you put a little powder and then you put some water and then it fizzes up. And then you uh. wait for the fizzing to stop and you stir it to make sure all the fizzing stops and it's dissolved. And then you pour in extra water. I just keep the warm water. So it's kind of like uh. a... See, that's where I would yeah. add in a handful of ice. Yeah, it's like a warm bath for my throat. Not into hot beverages. As we all know. As we all know. Yeah, no. You chill it out. Cool it down. <sighs> Flip wow. down and reverse it. Um, so, um, sorry. we're going to take a quick break. Yeah. I'm going to go take three tablespoons of calm magnesium and we'll see how the rest of this episode goes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I was just crying. Oh, I thought you were laughing. Tears are the crying of the or the laughter of the eyes. Boo. Well. <laughs> Tears well. are eyes just laughing, you know? I don't think that's true. Well, today we're talking about crying. Yeah. And Andy, I have something I don't know if you know this about me. Yeah. But I don't cry. Nor yeah. do I like to cry. It's well, probably okay. a deep See, emotional now, issue. What you just said there is a little bit of a contradiction because you said you don't cry, but you don't like to do it. So how do you know you don't like to do it if you've never done it? Uh, because a few times I have done it. See, there you go. So I, I do, I mean, inevitably I do cry. Like there are moments in life where I have <laughs> cried. Do I cry it? I, I just am not like an emotionally a crying person like i cry maybe like once a year most at most and it usually has to do with some kind of like 
drinking or like I think my last one was like a mental breakdown on like a car over like my dead dad so like that's fun um oh no the last one so it's very rare that tv and movies make me cry but like the last one I think I've talked about it on here was when I was watching the twilight zones Uh I like watched it all the way through to the like end of the first season and like that episode, I don't know why. I think I literally stayed up so late to like binge all of them because I was just so obsessed with how good they were. And like when we got there, I was like, oh my God, he really loves this series and he honored it so well. And like that's what made me cry. Like yeah. crying of love, not out of sadness, if that makes sense. Sure. But like people yeah. break up with me, I don't cry, you know. You just pack up your shit and leave. (laughs) Pretty much. Like, you know, I don't consider angry crying crying because I feel like anger is the prime emotion there. So the tears are just coming for dramatic Well, but that's a a thing that happens, um, you know, or like, I don't know if you've ever experienced, I don't know that it's angry crying or nervous crying or it's, very specifically talking to an authority figure crying. Oh, uh, like intimidation crying? Well, or if you just like, yeah, I don't know. Like you talking to like a boss or like, uh, I don't know how to explain it. Like where are you just like, I don't know. Maybe you feel like you're in trouble or yeah. Oh, I mean, I always feel like I'm in trouble. Like I had to have a conversation with almost all of my bosses where I'm like, please like for my own anxiety and well-being, do not schedule me, like do not schedule a meeting on Friday for the following Monday and not tell me what it's about because like that shit freaks me out all weekend. And I was like, so if you want me to enjoy my weekend, just tell me what it is. Because <laughs> yeah. it happened a couple of times and I was like, does not work for me. Um, yeah. <laughs> or like, I guess it is just like when you are feeling particularly passionate about something, I guess just like enough to the point where you're finally willing to like speak up for yourself about something then that you like normally wouldn't speak up about or like you normally wouldn't like bring this problem to this sure. person and like, so then it just kind of like... I feel like I've probably had that a little bit, but it's so rare that I would bring up my my problems in that sense. (laughs) If they are that bad, it probably never will come out of my mouth, Um, which is not healthy. But um, I mean, I definitely feel like there's times I like, I think probably like my year of crying was when I was like with my um, most recent long-term ex, just because like we would fight or like I said, he is really mean sometimes. And I feel like mm-hmm. it just like hit me in a lot of places or like he just knew how to push buttons. And I was like, I never, like, I don't cry. Like, this is not what I do. Like, that should have been like the biggest sign. I was like, there's no reason I should be crying this much. I never do this anywhere else. Like, sure. um, I don't think that really any more that I really like cry when people are directly mean to me. I think if people can say things that inadvertently hurt my feelings that I'll yeah. like, 
later process and cry about. But if you're like, if I can tell you're saying it just to hurt me, then it doesn't hurt me. Cause like, that's your emotion or like your problem. And you're, you know, I don't know. That's, you know, that's your deal. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) sticks and stones. Yeah. It was just kind of at a point there was like, I can only do like, I can only take so much of this, you know? Um, but yeah, I just, it, it's something that I always, I think I always feel kind of embarrassed. I actually, okay, hold on. Can I unpack something here? Because something just kind of registered to me, like a moment yeah. in my life, which I think could explain a lot of this. So I was about 11 years old. <laughs> so we're going back. <laughs> um, and my parents, like, just, like, nothing final, like, just decided they were getting a divorce, like, day after, like, Ooh, we're getting into the divorce. Yeah, like, that, that time, um, and I think I told you, or I mentioned on here that the house that we were in, like, my bedroom was, like, a separate building, Uh right, than the main part of the house, so I was in my bedroom, because my dad was, like, coming to get his stuff, and at the time, I just thought he was the villain, he was not, but, you know, different story, different, whatever, I was, like, horrible man and so um god this is gonna sound so awful but i think it's gonna explain a lot of my feelings about crying um so he comes and knocks on my door and he's talking to me and i'll be honest i don't really remember what he said but he starts crying and then he grabs my shirt like i remembered this because it stuck out he like kind of grabs the sleeve of my shirt and like wipes his tears with my shirt and so later in like, I think we were, cause we, there was a lot of therapy, court mandated therapy that we went to. And I think I asked him about it and I was like, why did you, this is so weird dad. Like, why did you do this? And he was like, I just wanted you to see the tears. And I think something about like that whole thing was just like, so embarrassing. Like I was embarrassed huh. for him, but I was like, I'm never going to be the one seen crying like that so bad but i does that make sense because like i feel like i used to be like super emotional i would cry all the time like i was a kid right like kids cry it's what they do but like after that moment like i don't really feel like crying ever really was a thing that i did anymore so i feel like i would have the opposite reaction to that because like to me it sounds like what he was saying is like he was like trying to show you that it's he was sad okay to be yeah emotional like he was being emotionally open with you yeah and i nope it didn't work that way (laughs) whereas for me like i don't uh can't really say i've ever seen either of my parents cry and growing up i was deemed the emotional child wow yeah uh which like i always say if you need someone who's like your rock and like you're solid and like just to like be a person it's like andy's your dude you know well it's funny that you're the emotional child well it was always like i felt i feel like used as a as an insult or as a critique and (laughs) oh he's the emotional child (laughs) yeah okay he's the emotional one don't worry being the emotional child i was like well i have emotions and there they are Mm -hmm. uh i don't know but i don't yeah 
it did, I don't think it ever stopped me from being emotional, but I do think maybe that it was like, maybe I never, I wasn't that emotional and maybe I just grew up in a very unemotional household. Right. And so like to them, I was the like wild out of control emotional one, but like in the real world, I'm pretty more See, maybe- or less even keel. <laughs> Maybe that's why, because I feel like my mother was so emotional that, like, I was like, this is just too much. Like, cut it down, cut it down to the point where I'm just like, take it, take it out. I don't want to deal with it. Now I have them. Like, I'm, well, I don't think I'm that emotional. I think I'm insane, but, (laughs) but I don't think I'm broken, maybe. Like, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> broken damaged goods you know lots of baggage but you know not to i'm not one to like show my emotions or play my cards or uh i keep my cards close, close to my chest is like what they say um because i very much like i feel like i'm a very like every time i take a, a myers-briggs or a personality test or whatever they're like you're a big old introvert and everyone that i tell that to is like no you're so social you're such an extrovert that's not right and i was like yeah no because i hate all of you um <laughs> and i'm just gonna like keep it in so yeah whatever. yeah i also feel like i mean obviously comparing how much like how emotional any of us were as children you know up to adulthood everybody's gonna get less emotional i think as they get older because you the novelty of life is wearing off and not everything (laughs) is as like i mean but seriously like not everything seems like the end of the world and or like yeah you're like oh 2020 again whatever oh well that's the thing is like that's why this is so hard for a lot of us is because it's a new kind of hardship Uh uh-huh and so it does evoke a strong emotional response whereas like getting a cold for the 20th time you're like oh i have another cold i guess i'll you know but like the first time that you were ever like so sick that you had to go home from school or i don't know like it was a lot harder yeah because it was new have you ever like have you ever really had like that's the thing is like for me like when i think of like really crying like there's like misty eyed and there's like oh i'm so happy to see you or like whatever yeah have you ever definitely the like cathartic crying like it's very rare that I have, but like something about like a post cathartic cry does feel so good. And like, I wish I could do it more, but like at what risk, you know? (laughs) Well, for me, yeah, I have like, definitely there's like times when I'm watching TV and like, it's a little, like I get a little hazy eyed or like a single tear, you know? That's my like TV watching crying. It usually doesn't get worse than that, except for sometimes when it does. Like when I, I think the hardest I've cried in a while, which was years ago, was the uh, Gilmore Girls reboot on Netflix. After that was over, I cried really hard. Because it was over, like, over. 
really hard for a long time because it was over over and i was like it was part of it was the finality which was a lot i think for me having been such a big fan but also like the finality with that being the ending like with it i was like not at all happy with the job that they did on the reboot and so it was like so hard for me (laughs) just like how embarrassing to care so much right well that's what it's gonna be like on this last (laughs) segment of chilling adventures of sabrina like we literally have watched this show together since like we've known each other Uh it's gonna be over anyway oh i don't care about that show (laughs) (laughs) i do it's emotional to me Oh um, yeah, there's this the, the only the last like super big one. I wouldn't even say it's maybe the super big one, but I remember I was like house sitting for my sister, and I was like out with some friends, and I came back, and I just feel like I probably shouldn't have driven home. This was years ago, so sorry. Um, but I drove home, and like I remember just like having this like really deep conversation with myself in the car, and when I got to my sister's house, I just like cried for like an hour in my car about god knows what like everything uh, i was like everything sucks but god i felt so good after so good <laughs> and know. like uh, if only yeah i won't even I talk mean, to the, the therapist on on fucking video phone because i don't trust it <laughs> so i'm not gonna cry in public what i won't i don't like people like that's the thing. That's the reason video. Have I not told you this? The reason like video therapy freaks me out because like I don't feel like I can be truly exposed because it's not private, and because like other people can hear me, and, like my poor neighbor who probably listens to this podcast every time we record. Oh, and it like freaks me out. I was like, I will not talk to them. I won't. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't I think that you have to worry about. Oh, because then I'm out on a walk talking about these things. That's definitely a worse idea. I, I, yeah, I guess. But, like, go live in New York for a minute. Like, you're going to cry on the subway eventually. And, you know, yeah, that's just part of the experience. I think I already have done that, though. Actually, again, went there dating Cody. So. Oops. Colin, bleep out his name, please. Actually. <laughs> Actually, and uh, and uh, you can leave all the rest of that in there, but yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, yes, okay, yeah, probably comparable to the time that I cried about Gilmore Girls. Definitely the last time that I cried that hard was there was a boy in the intervening years that I probably cried about as hard, but gosh. No tears just, left to cry, honestly. We, we Do you know what would be so great if like, we could just find a place where you and I can just like go cry for like three hours <laughs> and just get it out? This is why actually, this is why I want to do ayahuasca is because I feel like I could do it and I feel Ooh. like I would cry. Just really um, crack you wide open. Exactly, exactly. I'm also, I decided I'm going to write a semi-fictional book on my mother to like work through some of the trauma. So we'll see how that goes. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> we'll do a live reading. I started the it. Huh? What? We'll do a live Just reading. Just an hour. Okay. Yeah, it's perfect. We'll do it. Okay.
we're going to take a break. We're going to go cry. And then we'll be back to listen to what you cry about. And what makes you cry? Uh, yeah. Where do your tears come from? Your eyes? Right here. Or somewhere else? Let me just wipe these tears away. Oh, I thought of a better one. Uh, tears are the cum of the eyes. Bam. There it is. I'm putting it on a t-shirt. Tears are the cum of the eyes. Um, it's very true. It's very true. There are In the words. eyes of the windows of your soul. So are the, the tears are the <laughs> cum of your soul. The tears are the cum of your soul. Mm-hmm. Science. Um, and the penis is then therefore the windows of your body? Um, of your, the penis um, is the windows of. I can't do that math. You know, there's things that'll crawl up there, you know. Um, <laughs> I didn't want to think about that today. So, you know where, you know where we are. You know what we're doing here. Uh, it's pod mm-hmm. Q and gay. Mm-hmm. Um, we asked you not one but two questions, and boy, did this get your gears going because you really responded this time. People um, are sad. We're gonna try to get to all of them, but <laughs> yeah, people are definitely sad. People are definitely crying, and they definitely have thoughts about it. So we're gonna start with the first question, um, and that was, "What is the last thing uh, that you cried about?" And do you want to kick us off into the tears here? Yeah, I'll start with a fun one. Uh, The Great British Bake Off finale. Oh, you know, I have not watched a single episode since we watched it on that trip. Oh, it's fun. I am not, I am not current. I am not current either. So I'm not gonna, yeah, I think I am also, Colin said he's too behind. I think I am also too behind. Yeah, they get very Uh, into their baking. It is a very emotional experience for them, you know? Yeah. I mean there hasn't been a ton of crying this season, which has been I love it good. when I think, I think ball or get destroyed. It's my favorite. But I think some of these I think these contestants realize how much how much more ridiculous the challenges are this season and they're like just having a lot of fun with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um this one says um another TV show. The finale of Shit's Creek, which again is another oh, thing I, I have did not finished. Cry. I cried during that, and I cried even more during the like um, the, the table read letter recap thing. video. Yeah, yeah. I haven't watched any of the like. I've been just dragging out watching the finale because I know when I'm finished, it's going to be over. So like, I'll watch like one episode a month because like I've watched all the other episodes so many times right now that like I'm just like dragging out the new. You know, I want to. <laughs> I want to enjoy. The it. way you should space it out is watch the entire series like up until one episode that you haven't seen mm-hmm. and then start over and then just do it and again then add more episode and then start over and add one more episode uh, um this person said the fact that i'm graduating college and moving out of my hometown was the last thing that made him cry is that a happy cry or a sad cry oh well graduating college seems like a happy cry or at least it was for me 
I don't think I cried when I graduated. Especially college, if you went to college been in your hometown. Cry. Yeah, moving. Out of my, oh man, it's like You've the, the same place for a long time, boo boo. Yeah. I mean, it's nice to be able to like go home and like do laundry and like you sure. know, get good food and like shit like that. But, like we had a college in my town. I always remember like the kids that went there. I was like, I felt so like it was a great school, but like I was like, I felt so bad for you. Like you couldn't get away from your parents. Like they knew everything you were doing. Yeah, back before I mean, technology, you know. Yes, I don't know. I shouldn't throw shade. I have, did not go to college very far away from my home, nor do I live very far from my home now. That's true. So, um, this one says Elliot Page's coming out post. Oh, I love yeah. it. I was like, I thought at first. I'm not gonna lie. I thought it was just another like clickbait article i know that's terrible <laughs> but i thought someone was just trying to use her to get clickbait and i was like oh no it's real this is so great yes who's elliot so he is yeah it's so he proud. yeah the i believe the post said that his preferred pronouns now are he yeah. slash they mm-hmm. there was a slash in there so uh you know and Elliot, mm-hmm. not Ellen. So, no, you know, it's such a better name anyway. Reach in, reach into your little uh, filing cabinet in your brain. Change that right up. <laughs> That's Absolutely. what I do. You know, yeah. I'm like, okay, we're reviewing your file, and we're just gonna change a few things in here. Mm-hmm. Now we love your file even more. <laughs> I love it. Um, I'm just <laughs> yes, but yeah, I think that was a happy cry. I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, uh, this one says, "LOL, COVID, my love life, probs therapy. It's been too long. I need a good cry." Like yeah. oh, like you're crying over COVID. all those things. Yeah, yeah. All of those would be things that would make you cry. I mean, that's the thing is I don't. I oh, mean, this I, would be. This is actually more like um, pyramid. You know, the final round when they get to the pyramid, and it's the categories turning around. Um, <laughs> I was what? just. Well, I was just thinking in terms of the way it read, like COVID, my love life. Therapy. Things that make you cry. (laughs) I love it. Or, no, that's really, it's the first episode of Will and Grace when they're playing that game. Oh, yeah. Will's like, a cane. Something, like, a shoulder. Each other. And Grace is like, things you lean on. (laughs) It's my favorite. Um, this one says, uh, all of the ballots on plastic hearts go Miley go. Uh, I have not just, I've not cried over a song. I mean, you know, every once in a while, a Christina ballad, it'll get me, uh, it'll get me there. Um, cause girl, you know how to use her voice. But like, I don't have cried over like a song. Uh, no. for me, it's like. Adele. Mm. See, Adele for me That's is like crying music. Ooh, like powerful. Mm. I remember 
a very close family member, friend of mine, um, said that when she was going through a divorce, she would listen to, it was like a Sia song or something, if I remember correctly, like on repeat. I was like, oh my gosh. I mean, I've definitely done that. Like just put a song on repeat. I remember sure. playing The Dog Days Are Over like 3 million <laughs> times when I was in. And Sia's in trouble right now. What's wrong with her? Where Uh-oh. is she? All right. Uh, oh, I'm not going to get into that. Oh. Why'd you tell me? <laughs> Colin. <laughs> Colin's like long story. Uh, so this one says, I saw a review of Inside Out and that movie just gets me every time. I love that the review did it. Like you didn't even, right? like, I didn't even like, see the movie. I saw a review and I was like, oh, I'm there. I am there. Remember when I'm I watched that sad. movie? Like that is a person that's, uh, their emotions are like right here. They're like right mm-hmm. under the surface, ready to be accessed at any moment. Yeah. And that's, you know, I like that. Inside Out, that I didn't like that movie. I liked that movie, but I didn't <laughs> like that movie. <laughs> I liked it. Um, this one says, being in a long distance relationship and having no clue what I'm doing, honey, newsflash, none of us do, okay? We're all just doing the best that we can do every single day, okay? I don't know who this is or how this became my life advice. Advice? My advice. life advice. Your life advice voice? Your life advice. My advice. Honey, it's just yeah, what we yeah, do, yeah. okay, honey? Everything's gonna be fine, honey. Oh. Yeah, that doesn't feel condescending at all <laughs> to speak in that voice. No. Oh, honey. Oh, honey. Um... Uh, let's see. <laughs> um, an anecdote in The Velvet Rage. I don't know if you heard about. I think I've talked about it on here before about reading it. Um, you know, it's about gay shame, essentially. Mm. And how to, like, uh, be an emotionally healthy gay. Uh, see, the problem is I don't feel ashamed that I'm gay. It's, like, the one thing I <laughs> don't feel bad about, you know? Like, I'm pretty good with that. It's just all the other things that I'm like, not a hundred percent, you know, sure. being human. Like, what is that? <laughs> you feel ashamed about that? Yes. I would like to be plastic. He's sad. He's not one of the plastics. Mm. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Yep. You know, <sighs> fun story. Never mind, I'll tell you later. Um, time. <laughs> Too many answers. Um, okay, I'm going to do one more off of this question. And this one says, my situation, exclamation point. Family, things, and life in general. I don't know what your situation is. Um, so I'm assuming it's one to cry over. So honey... You shed those crocodile tears, baby. Do yes. it. Just cry. Yes. This is Wait. me telling you to cry. What? Crocodile tears are fake tears. Are they? I thought they were just big tears. Oh, I thought they were fake. I thought crocodile tears were... Colin, were... can you clear up a dispute for us? Yeah, Colin, <laughs> find out what crocodile tears are. I thought crocodile tears were just like big ass You might be tears. right now that you're saying that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay couple more uh yesterday watching a christmas movie where the dad sad oh sad those movies are starting to get to me more and more 
Um, yeah. Crocodile tears or superficial sympathy is the false and insincere display of emotion, such as hypocrite crying with fake tears of grief. Well, I've definitely used that Boom. phrase wrong Roasted. my whole life. So Boom. I'm sure that's Roasted. why people looked at me weird when I was like, oh, <laughs> crocodile tears. They're like, what? Oh, they're is like, this real is real. Hey, hey, hey. Wow. And the last one for says my grandpa which i don't i don't know if your grandpa passed away but if he did maybe he just makes you sad which well, like, I mean, it happens i get it happens. you know um so we're gonna jump to our next question here and this was um what do you watch do or listen to when you need a good cry this is really life advice for me. So take it away, America. Um, I will start us off here. Um, <laughs> this is funny. Um, I just read this for the first time. I rewatched Spice World, knowing that it was the last great film produced and when music died. <laughs> it is what? a great movie it well, absolutely is it's pop music there's men in assless chaps it's a big bus and then there's you know the gucci dress the gucci dress or the little gucci dress or whatever but oh, it so makes you cry it makes him cry it makes him cry that there's no nothing good anymore huh uh Basically, Pixar movies and Les Miserables when I really want to dehydrate. Uh, yeah, I mean, Pixar movies are crybait. And Les Mis, man, I would watch Anne Hathaway sing I Dreamed a Dream on a loop. Here's the thing. Les Mis is too long. I couldn't make it through it um, without napping. Um, it's just a lot. It's dark. Not in themes, which it is, but just like in color schemes. There's just like a good nap movie. So I can't uh-huh. say that that's going to work personally for me to cry. But like I see it and I hear it and I feel you. You know? <laughs> you know? Sure. Okay. Uh, oh, you're next. Um, oh, this one's a cutting. It says, my boyfriend's lies. How dare your boyfriend And way to that. just call him out. Like, yeah, way to call ouch. him out on this. Also, yeah, not your ex-boyfriend. Your boyfriend. Your current boyfriend. So if you and your boyfriend both listen to this podcast, just know that he put this in there so I would say it. Shout out his handle. Just kidding. Um, we're going to call him Rubles that's the that's your hint yeah that's the hint shape up i hope i didn't start an argument i feel so bad that's fine uh (laughs) colin says listener please talk to your boyfriend not just us Mm uh okay the watch the movie wit with emma thompson so damn good wit w-h-i-t yeah w-h-i-t like walt whitman emerson uh probably not since it it seems oh. to star emma thompson but i don't know what this movie is about uh so i can't really talk about it 
<laughs> well, we'll go on to another thing that I don't know about, but I'm sure it'll speak to some of the Potterheads in the audience. Um, Rogue Revelations in Harry Potter. You know, I was just sad when what? I didn't. I don't know. I don't know what that means. Did you watch Harry Potter? Did you read Harry Potter? Who is Rogue? I've seen the movies. Rouge <laughs> Re- Revelations? Am I saying it wrong? Rogue? No, it'd be Rogue. Uh, even Colin's like, um, the character is named, maybe a, there no is a character. typo. Maybe it is a typo. I don't know. We'll find out. Um, Hard to say. Uh, all right. These are things you have to Listening do. Listening to Adele. Like I said, Adele, said, she's crying music. Um, she's crying music. Speaking of cry music, someone I didn't expect to see here. Um, this one says, Gotta Crank That When You're Gone by Avril Lavigne. When you're gone, the pieces of mine, I'm missing you. Ooh, you know what's good crying? When you're gone. Um, that Kelly Clarkson live performance, he like breaks down and cries. Sober? Is that the one? No. Oh. Um, it was about like, Oh, piece by piece. Oh yeah, when she about her dad or whatever. Yeah, about how she's gonna like be around for her kid, and she has a man that loves her now and will love her kid oh, yeah. more than he uh, more than her dad ever loved. Yeah. Do you know, there's a a Christina Aguilera song that like it was on the Back to Basics album, and it had a whole little intro, but it's called Hurt, and it's so good, like. I will blare that in my car. Like that is definitely my, mo- I have chills thinking about it right now. Like that is my cry song. Also, she used to be mine by Sarah Burles on Waitress. She used to be mine. Yep. Um, uh, oh, it's you. Okay. Uh, Grey's Anatomy season two, episode 27, which is Yes. Colin immediately chimed in with Denny. Uh, Yeah, for anybody that doesn't know, and I don't want to give spoilers, but I will say Elvad Wire. And if you know, you know. So. I I think I I mean, did you you ever want to see Katherine Heigl in like... Die? What looks... Well, no. 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 Uh, But like you know in what is essentially a prom dress a like bright pink prom dress huddled up on top of a dying man yeah i love that isn't that also the premise to 27 dresses Eh, maybe (laughs) um this one says um uh i'll do this one et as an extraterrestrial and the E.T. soundtrack. What a choice. Uh, okay. I mean, huh. That makes you cry. That huh. makes you cry. Because he's so far from home? Yeah, he just want to go home. But then he, like, loves that little boy so much? Mm-hmm. Colin his, says he doesn't like E.T. that much. I personally do not either. It always kind of freaked me out as a kid. But I was yeah. also... I was also the kid that loved Wizard of Oz but had to leave the room when the Wicked Witch came on and I'd have to send my dad <laughs> in to tell me that, or like my mom to tell me that it was off the screen so I could come back in. Wow. Now she's my favorite character of the whole thing. She really scared <laughs> me. 
Uh, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, sad animes. I, you know, didn't list any specifics. Would have left some. I'm sure Colin has a few. <laughs> sad. An- I mean, anime gets pretty depressing. Yeah. Like, if there's anyone that knows emotional. How to, knows how to, um, m- you know, get into that, it's it's the animes animators. Yeah. Colin says Grave of Fireflies. Bitch, my eyes. Quote Colin. <laughs> um, this one says, uh, Trout Heart Replica by Amanda Palmer. So odd okay. that you bring up Amanda Palmer. I have not heard that name in years, but she is very good. I can't say that I know this song. But it is a song. Okay, it's a song. I was like, song, book, movie, play? Trout Heart Replica by Amanda Palmer. Um, All I remember vividly about Amanda Palmer is her skinny, skinny eyebrows. Um, (laughs) But she's very good. She's kind of, you know, uh, kind of that same, I think, Elena's Morissette era of music, that makes sense. Where it's kind of like, edgy rock you know the stuff that always plays yeah. whenever friends tries to play a cool song where who <laughs> the blowfish was like the it band what all right yeah sure trout heart replica mm-hmm. um i will listen to any celine dion power ballad again in the name of, in the vein of music you know and the thing is like i love celine dion so much as a person but i cannot say that i've ever really listen to too much of her music unless Me it was either. like a super pop like remix something rather that i found well i mean and i will listen to my heart will go on on repeat and belt that out there's definitely like mm. um she had kind of like a little revival and like released a like little pop song like not too many years ago that i was like definitely into but now i can't remember what it was but it was like when janet yeah. jackson did feedback and i was like this is my fucking jam <laughs> Now that um, this one says uh, military families being reunited with their kids. Oh. I'll one up that and say military people being reunited with their pets. Yeah, Much with better. their dogs. Much better. Because uh, like, dogs are not going to know them, and they're like, "Oh my god, they do know them." Ugh. Yeah, for me, it's the kids. Uh, <laughs> so. I also I have two people that said Coco, the Pixar movie. Which I've never seen. And one person that said Inside Out. Just, I know we've already said Pixar movies several times, but yeah. just um, putting that out there. Pixar, man. That's what does it. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Pixar, I have someone over here that said Up's opening montage. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's like the epitome of pixar wants to make you cry absolutely absolutely they were going after the old people for that one they're like old people bring your kids to the movies it was basically grandma and grandpa movie time that's what they designed that whole movie for yep Mm -hmm. uh this person said i deeply think about the musical compositions of philip glass and vangelis um i know who philip glass is he's a like is okay so is vangelis the guy that wears the stars on his head and did the 
that song do you know what i'm talking about blade runner soundtrack oh definitely not who i thought it was (laughs) being composer of electronic progressive ambient jazz and orchestral music uh, uh it, I thought it was a guy that like sings with his tongue and he wears like the all white cat suit or something <laughs> and bullshit <laughs> like that. Um, oh. Yeah. yeah. Philip Glass is also a composer. Love it. Great. Well, that's it, guys. Uh, no, I have one more. Oh, I'm sorry. I have two more. I'm so Drink sorry. Drink a bottle of wine and watch either The Notebook or Walk to Remember. Mm-hmm. And drink wine stream ldr and jerk off lana del rey lana del rey oh i mm-hmm. see i did have a guy that made me like listen to yeah yayo or her song yayo after sex one time like literally after we're done he's like can we just listen to the song it's so good and he just like put it on repeat and i was like okay are you gonna leave or we're <laughs> just gonna sit here and listen to yayo um thanks Lana. yeah anyway. i mean the best way to get out of that situation every time is start doing dishes oh it's so smart that's, that's so smart. the way to get a guy to leave oh that's smart. that's smart that's smart that's smart um anyway if you want to watch me do dishes follow me on instagram at homos modern life you can follow me at andy from boy story yeah um check out our um merch cover your titties uh over at hml shop you can follow our sister podcast uh hml's political hookup at hml political hookup Mm -hmm. you can visit our website at www.homosmodernlife.com that's on the internet that's or this is Yep, you can send us an email, homosmodernlife at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're feeling generous this holiday season, or you're thankful, or if we're the top 49 of your podcasts that you listen to and you're Spotify wrapped, um, throw some dollars at your queens or your whatever you want to call us, your little slut bitches. We'll take it, you know at yeah. dollar sign homo's modern life on cash app yep um am i missing anything Andy? our That's only it. fans not yet not yet Mm-mm. not yet Mm-mm. throw some money at me first and we'll think about it okay and i can't promise that only fans is going to be exciting it's probably going to be me reading my book that i'm writing so if you're into that and my horrible writing then Subscribe. Or sitting on cakes and then Ooh, eating. I could cakes. do that, yeah. Or eating. I would just eat. And I'd just snack on a box of wheat thins. You know? Wheat thins. <laughs> so much fiber. <laughs> That's how I like it, yo. That's how I like it, you know? All right, well, it's been grand. Another one bites the dust on the ass because they're gay. Yeah, fairly well. This has been a Homo's Modern Life production.